Hey gamers, this is Joe from What I'm Playing Now. I have episode 181 of the podcast that was originally recorded on October 22nd of 2017. Some of the games I played this past week, and this is a shorter episode because we are still in the reservation stages of our game slash studio. So a couple of games I played this past week are Gloomhaven. Wow, what a great game, and we played the first scenario in the campaign. Can't wait to revisit this one and play this one some more next weekend. Also got Zulk in the Mayan calendar to the table. And, of course, I talk about one game that I want to play. Enjoy the episode. Hey gamers, welcome to the games. This is Joe Luzzi from What I'm Playing Now, and welcome to another episode of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. Welcome to episode 181. As always, you can send us some emails. Let me know what you're playing now. You can send those emails to whatimplayingnow at gmail.com. You can also join us in some conversations over on Board Game Geek. We have a guild over there, guild number 2440. Just look for what I'm playing now. On Twitter and Instagram, you can follow us at what I'm playing now. Don't forget to drop the G like I always say. On Facebook, just do a search for what I'm playing now. Our Twitch channel is twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. And on YouTube, you can subscribe to us at youtube.com slash what I'm playing now. All right, my gaming has been pretty much almost non-existent for the past couple of weeks. Between trying to get several rooms in this house painted and finished, we have one of them done. Uh, my wife and I actually moved our bedroom into this one. We have the studio slash game room uh, painted. We're going to put a second coat on the walls today. Hopefully, I will be able to assemble my Calyx shelf in there as well as bring the game table into the room and maybe get that set up. If we don't get that far today, hopefully, I can at least get that done tomorrow. And I'm hoping by in the next couple of days, we can actually be gaming in this room because there's a lot of games that I need to actually play. And there's a bunch of videos that I want to get out there. And while we've been actually doing all this stuff, we really haven't been had a chance or had any room or any place to actually play many games around here. And my time has been extremely limited in actually going down to my friendly local game store to actually play anything. But this past weekend and this past week, I did try to make it to a couple of different places to just do a couple of different things. So what have I been playing lately? The first thing is Gloomhaven. Um, I actually have a buddy who actually kickstarted the first version of Gloomhaven. I had not. I was extremely torn as to whether I should kickstart it or not. And considering my wife isn't the hugest fan of co-ops, and I know you can play that solo, I just wasn't too sure about it. And I'm kind of glad I didn't because I have actually two different groups who want to play this, who I want to play this with. So uh, one of the first groups that I wanted to play this with, we actually started our game this past Sunday, a week ago, and I'm, I'm recording this one very early on a Sunday morning My wife, while my wife's still sleeping because we actually need to run out to the store and get some more paint and a couple other supplies to finish up this room. So I at least wanted to say hello and knock out a super quick podcast. But um, my first group started the, our game of Gloomhaven. We are playing with four players and this was my first introduction to Gloomhaven, and I will say I, I really enjoyed it. The box has a ton and a half of cardboard inside of it. It was just, as we opened up the box, and I believe my friends actually had already reinforced the box because they said it was uh, the sides were already starting to split. So they've already reinforced their box because just taking a few components in and out already, the, the box is already just starting to break. But everything inside of this box is just, there is just so much stuff in there. We didn't even punch everything. We basically punched kind of what we needed to get going for that first introductory scenario. 
And I think one of the biggest things I maybe want to talk about right now, which really won't be a spoiler, because if you're playing the game, you're going to know this right away, is, is kind of how the combat is. To me, the combat felt a little program-like. So every character is going to start out with... um. A couple of different decks of cards. You're going to have a deck of cards that is, I believe, consisting of 20 cards, and you're going to be able to upgrade that deck throughout the your adventures and throughout the campaign. Every time you do combat, you're going to be flipping over one of these cards. There is going to be either a plus or minus or maybe um, a miss on there, which basically is going to be your combat modifier. I kind of like that because, I mean, I'm a fan of Duel of Ages and they have a whole, it's a whole card thing with the combat. There's really no dice or anything. So I'm completely into games that are like that. So I really like that. The thing that kind of makes it programming to me is everybody has um, another deck of cards that they're going to have for their character. And these ones are completely specific to that character. They're kind of your action cards slash maybe your trait cards, whatever you want to call them. And you're going to have a hand of those. And I believe the hand of cards that you start out with is going to be different for each player. Um, And this card, this deck of cards is almost like um, kind of like your health as well. It reminds me a little bit of the Pathfinder Adventure card games where, you know, you have 15 cards in your deck and as you kind of burn through those, and they go into your discard pile. If somebody heals you, you're going to be pulling those out. This kind of deck is the same way because once the deck is exhausted, you're exhausted. So once the deck is empty, you're pretty much exhausted and you're out for the round and you can't really participate anymore. So. You're going to want a way to try to figure out a way to maybe cycle some of these cards back into your hand and keep trying to heal yourself. And you can do that by doing like a couple of different rest movements. But every time you do a rest movement, you need to take one of these cards and kind of remove it and set it aside for the game to where it's not just in your discard pile. It's basically kind of completely exhausted for the game and can't be brought back in. Uh, There may be a way to bring those cards back in. We may not have gotten to that part. I myself have not read through the complete rule book yet. I've watched a couple of different videos on there, which helped out immensely in being able to pick up on the game much faster, I think. So if you want a good explanation of the game, go check out Paul Grogan's videos and they are some of the better videos that I've seen for the game so far. They really helped me get a get a leg up and really actually catch onto the game a lot faster. So I was really happy that my one buddy sent me those links before we actually started playing the game. But when you're picking these cards that you're going to have, and like I said, I was playing a character that had nine cards. You're going to play two of them uh, face down at the beginning of the round. The top card... Um, you'll flip over, and each of those cards will actually have a number on there in the middle of the card, which will be your initiative. The card that you actually put on top, um, and you could put either one on top, depending on where you feel you want to go in the round of combat. So if you want to go earlier in the combat, you're going to put a lower number on top. If you want to go later in the round, you're going to want to put a higher number on top, because that's pretty much how the initiative is going to work in the game. I was playing the Thief-type character, so I was pretty much going earlier in the round quite a bit. Because most of my cards definitely had a lower initiative to them. And once you put these cards out, you can then, when it becomes when it comes around to your turn, um, each card has a top part to it and a bottom part to it. And no matter what card you actually put on top, that doesn't have to be the first card that you actually played. That is just the card you're utilizing for initiative. When it comes around to your turn, you're going to pick an action that is on the top of the card then uh, on the top of one of the cards I guess you should say and then on the other card you have to take the lower action which is on the bottom half of the card 
Each card does have some default actions to it. The top half action on either card is going to be an attack. The bottom half is going to be a movement. So if there is something you want to do on the top half of a card and then you can't really do the bottom half action of a card, you could essentially do a movement or vice versa. And I thought that was kind of an interesting kind of way to do combat. And like I said, it really reminded me of programming because you're kind of picking some actions to do and you can't really do a lot of table. You're not really supposed to do a ton of table talk at the table. You're supposed to do, a, you're, you're allowed to do a little bit, but you can't say, you know, I'm going to be hitting this person for X amount of damage or anything. You know, you should be able to tell your, your companions that are with you, you know, Hey, I'm going to be able to take on this character. And if you really think, you know, they should maybe be doing something else, you know, you can maybe mention that, but you want to, I think, limit what type of table talk you're trying to do, but you don't want to be completely silent as well. There has to be some table talk going because even though we were doing a little bit, there were a couple of times where somebody completed an action and, you know, really didn't realize that they were going to kill a monster. You maybe set up your character, do a movement and then an attack in your movement. You had maybe calculated to be, okay, I can move right next to this monster because maybe they'll whittle him down some. They'll have a little bit of health left that I could maybe finish him off. But they actually finished them off, and then you were kind of standing there like, okay, well, I kind of made my actions really set to hit, kind of handle this specific scenario. And now that the, that scenario is gone, you're trying to then figure out, can I move to reach another monster? Do I want to move to reach another monster? Because do I want to probably then get attacked back? Uh, because the way the monsters attack, they will attack... Uh, the person that is closest to them, I believe, and then I think it's the lowest initiative is next. I'm not. I can't remember if that was the exact um, way that they attack, but I think it's something similar to that. So you kind of really need to watch where you are, especially a squishy character like my thief, who you know I was knocked down several times um, in health to where it's like, okay, I need to rest or heal real quick because if I take one more hit, I'm definitely going to be out for the for the for the campaign here or for the scenario. But I will say I'm I'm really looking forward to playing this. I think we're going to be playing this every other Sunday, kind of like we did um, Pathfinder Adventure card game. So I may be talking about Gloomhaven for uh, several more episodes, as I believe we have quite a bit to play. But um, so far, I'm really liking it. it I, I think the miniatures looked really nice. Like I said, the cardboard, everything in the box looked definitely top notch. And I, I really like the way combat was once we got a good handle for it. I know we still have quite a bit more to learn for the rules. Everybody's really still, I think, getting their characters under control. I think most of us towards the end of that first scenario had a much better feeling for our characters, what they could do, how we are going to complement each other um, during fights and where we need to kind of be in who we can rely on to maybe help out as, you know, we're going through some of these different different scenarios in the campaign. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting more into Gloomhaven. But um, that is going to be my first foray into Gloomhaven. Hopefully other people out there have been playing this one as well and are enjoying it. Uh, but so far, I've liked it. And I can't wait to get that one to the table again. I believe that's going to be happening next week. After that, I went down to my local game store on Thursday. We started off playing a quick card game. I can't remember what it was, and I don't remember if I took a picture of it. So since we only played maybe one round of that card game, it was a trick-taking game from WizKids. I'm not going to talk about that one until I can get a full game under my belt of it. But when my buddy Eric showed up, he had never played there were he had never played Zolkin before. Another guy at the table hadn't played Zolkin before. So we were like, all right, let's get a game of Zolkin on. So 
pulled that out. And this game we played with just the base game. I probably talked about this game a year, year and a half ago, maybe even more. I don't even know. I didn't get a chance to look at my old episodes to see when I had talked about Zulkin, the Mayan calendar before. But uh, this game we played with the base game. When I played the game originally, I believe we played with the expansion. So it was a little bit different. Um, and considering it has been so long since I played this game, I needed a quick rules refresher. But then once we were going through the rules, I started looking at the board and everything slowly started coming back to me. It's not a very heavy game. I'd say it's a light to it's It's probably a more medium weight game because there is quite a few choices you have to go onto the board. But one of the more interesting aspects of this worker placement game is that you're not taking an action when you actually put your workers onto the board. You're going to put your workers on the board, and the longer you leave them on the board, each round that ends, there is going to be a set of gears in the middle of the table that your workers are going to be sitting on, and you're going to turn those gears, and that will move ahead your workers along a path on each gear, and each gear kind of has a different theme to it, I guess you could say. One gear has where you can get straight victory points by putting down one of the crystal skulls. The other one's going to be good for resource obtaining. The other one is going to be good for moving you along some of the other paths. Several of the different gears kind of have a specific theme, I guess you could say, to them as far as what you're going to be able to obtain and what what you can do while you're on that particular gear. At the beginning of the game, you're going to be given four cards. You're going to pick two of those, hand two of them back to, um, you know, whoever was keeping track of the cards. They'll set them back in the box. And these cards are going to be your beginning resources for the game. One of my cards contained um, some resources on there, as well as a crystal, as well as one of the skulls. So one of the first things I did with my three workers on there was, what the hell, let me throw one of my first three workers on the gear that will allow me to play a skull and just get straight up victory points and then move up on one of the on one of the tiers over on the right side of the board. Uh, one of the monuments, I think they are, is what they're called. I kind of let that worker sit there until he reached the highest amount of points, which I believe is 13. And he sat there for a good eight turns, I think, for it to get there. So I was really only playing a quarter of the game, at least, with only two workers before I actually pulled another worker in. And that was the other first thing I then went for was adding another worker back into my pool since I had kind of just had that one sitting there most of the game. And I jumped out to a very early lead. I it, it did not last at the end of the game. I definitely didn't win the game, but it was something I wanted to try as I was like, let me just try this for kind of shits and giggles and see where this takes me, what I can do with this. And it's a Zulkin, if you've never played, it's a game. It's a worker placement game. If you like worker placement games, definitely try this one. It's definitely, this has been on my wish list probably since last Christmas. I've just never pulled the trigger on getting this one, but I know when I buy this one, I'm going to be getting probably the expansion along with it because I think the expansion does add a few things in that makes the game just a little bit more interesting um, from what I've talked about it probably in my last podcast. I'm sure I've mentioned a lot of those things, but I really like Zolkin. I think it's a really cool game. Everybody at the table really had a good time with it, even though my buddy Eric, I don't think he did too well at the end of the game. He was like, I really like this one. And he goes, he definitely wants to play it again. So I was really stoked to hear him say that because it's a game that I enjoy and that we had another buddy that was kind of watching us play this and he has it as well. And he goes, I want to go home and play this now because he goes, I haven't played this in a while. So it's an it's a worker placement game that's a couple years old now. And it's one that I don't see getting played as much as it used to. But once somebody does play it, everybody else is like 
that's right, this is a great game, and I want to play it as well. So it's a cool one. Check it out if you get a chance, and that's Zulkin the Mayan Calendar. All right, those are a couple of the games that I played for this past week. Like I said, this is probably going to be a quicker episode this week because we need to get to the store. We need to get some more um, resources here in the house to be able to finish some of these, finish this last room here. Let's talk about something that I'd like to play. So one of the games that I want to play coming up, I had another Kickstarter that was just fulfilled, and that was Albin Viard's Card City XL. I haven't even had a chance to open this box up and really look at this game yet. It is a card-based city builder. I've been really looking forward to playing something like this one. I had heard about this game before, so this is a remake of his game Card City. And considering it's basically an extra large version, that just sounds pretty cool. Of course, he has made Clinic. He has made um, Tramways. Both games are excellent games in my eyes. I really enjoyed both of those games, so I can't really wait to play Card City XL and see what this game brings as far as a city builder and goes. Hopefully, we can get some of these new games to the table because some of the first videos I'd like to record once we get this studio put back together would be Alien Artifacts and Card City XL since those are some of the newest games they've actually gotten brought into the house here. And I, they haven't even had a chance to make it to the table yet, so they need to get played already. So other than that, I think that's going to be it for this podcast. Like I said, we're going to make this one nice and short. So as always, send me some emails. Let me know what you're playing now. You can send those emails to what I'm playing now at gmail.com. You can join us in some conversations over on Board Game Geek. We have a guild over there, guild number 2440. On Twitter and Instagram, you can follow us at what I'm playing now. Don't forget to drop the G like I always say on Facebook. Just do a search for what I'm playing now. Our Twitch channel is twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. And hopefully that will be lighting back up here shortly. And once we get this room done, I expect to be doing regular weekly shows again like we started off there before we under started undertaking this whole house renovation that we kind of started doing and then on youtube don't forget to subscribe to us at youtube.com slash what i'm playing now other than that everybody you know what to do go out there play some games and then let me know what you're playing now until next week when i hopefully have some more time to spend with everybody and a lot more games to talk about Hopefully you have a great week playing games. Hopefully I have a great week playing more games than I have been because I am really jonesing for some. But until then, everybody, have a great week gaming, and I will see you later. Thanks for joining me. Bye-bye.